Larry, welcome to my world. Boom. Okay. Boom. A couple okay. of these. Now here. Okay. Now give me a platform. Let's rock. Let's rock today. Now do it to me. Let's rock. Let's rock today. That's good. Slap it. Shoot it. Kaboot it. We're gonna work on that some more later. It's a very long shake. Get going. Good knuckle crack. Hello and welcome to Rose Tinted Review, the show where every week we pick something we feel nostalgic for, we then revisit and review it to find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose tinted glasses. My name is Connor O'Keen and with me is my good friend and co-host, as always, Michael Gerbaz. Michael, how are you doing? I'm feeling educated, Connor. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I've gone back to school for this one. Yes, yes, we all have. Um, this week's movie, of course, is the 2003 comedy film directed by Richard Linklater, School of Rock, produced by Scott Rudin, written by Mike White. The film stars Jack Black, Joan Cusack, Mike White, Sarah Silverman and Miranda Cosgrove, uh, amongst a bunch of other fucking names. Uh, Jack Black plays a struggling rock guitarist, Dewey Finn, who is kicked out of his band and subsequently disguises himself as a substitute teacher at a prestigious prep school. After witnessing the musical talents of his students, Dewey forms a band of fifth graders in an attempt to win the upcoming Battle of the Bands to pay his rent. Really fucking solid premise. It feels like, uh, I, I guess because, we, I mean, I think this is a good one to follow up Mighty Ducks with. Absolutely. In that it kind of is one of those like archetypal slacker story heroes slash heroes mm. journey kind of hybrids. And I was going to say, it's one of those uh, like high concept, like, oh, here's this wacky premise for a movie. Like it's got to have this out there premise, like what's yeah, happening yeah. in that very 80s or 90s style, but it's an early 2000s movie. Mm, yeah, and it's and it's pulled off with a, a level of class and uh, heart. Oh boy, and sincerity that that I don't think any of its uh, contemporaries, any of its peers, managed to to muster. I don't think so either. I can't can't think of anything off the top of my head. But no, no. Then again, the other da- the other episode when you were like, oh, did you have any other like live action kids movies that you used to watch that were kind of like this? And I just was mm. drawing a blank. And then after we recorded, I was like. I watched like the Casper live action movie a lot when I was a kid, and then I was like thinking <laughs> of all these things. So it's always um, it'll always come to me afterwards. Mm. So this is a movie that I I didn't see it in cinemas, mm-hmm. uh, but I absolutely saw it the year it came out. Certainly, or maybe maybe the start of two thousand and four. It came out at the end of two thousand and three, roughly October, uh, and I saw it when it came out on DVD. Uh, I remember it being one of the first DVDs uh, I ever rented. Oh, yeah. Like that, that, that kind of turning point where you started renting DVD. You, you'd rent your VHS tapes, but you'd also get a DVD every now and then. Yeah, I uh, remember like really vividly that as well because we had a mm. really old TV. Like I grew up in the house that my mum grew up in as a kid as well. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. TV we had was like from like the 60s or 70s. It was a really old one. And so we had our VCR plugged into it, but- it was such an old TV. It didn't have like the the composite cables, like the red, white, and yellow mm, cables. Yeah. So when we finally bought a, a DVD player, we had to hook it into the VHS. But then what happened ah. was when we went and rented a bunch of DVDs, some of them have copy protection. They can detect that they're plugged into a VCR because they don't want people like bootleg recording Ah, the DVD onto a VCR. So it was really weird that we got this whole group of DVDs and only some of them worked. But I remember like Mm. we got like Austin Powers and I think it was Cats and Dogs. 
we got we rented and it was like yeah there was like six of them that i was like oh yeah those are like the very first dvds i ever saw like in my own Mm. house very nice and i remember watching it i I think maybe my dad watched it the night before i did just to give it a sus no, I think I think we rented a bunch of stuff, and I was like, oh, like this was the this it. was a new oh, release, yeah. you know. When like, oh, they'd they'd have bundles where it was like, you know, you get three weeklies uh, and a new, new release, release, yeah, you know, for for whatever amount of money. And I rented uh, like I had a weekly or whatever that I was more interested in watching first, and this was a, an overnighter or a two nighter or whatever. And uh, Dad was like, oh, give me that that School of Rock thing. I'll I'll watch that, you know, tonight. Just so we get our money's worth. I'll have a watch of it as well. It looks looks entertaining. And the next day, he was he was really stoked on. It. He was like, you're gonna fucking love this. Movie. Like, <laughs> I'm excited to hear hear what you think of this movie. And uh, yeah, I had a ball with it, mainly because, or, or uh, certainly in part because of its subject matter of, of like rock and roll and old school rock and roll. How and, and I would have never like, guessed. Well, like that's not really my cup of tea music-wise. Like I'm, I'm much more into the the heavy metal side of things, but because of Yeah, yeah, right. You know, that that uh that music has its roots in this music and um hearing so many of these bands through my dad as a kid and like having him basically, you know, be be my my Jack Black to some degree of like being in the car with him and yeah, him, yeah. like playing Led Zeppelin and being like, Listen to this shit, listen to Black Dog, what the fuck? That's so good. <laughs> and me being like, Yeah, that's cool, Dad. Um <laughs> like uh, it was something we kinda you know bonded over and shared. And so I guess him seeing the bands that he grew up with done justice in terms of like their legacy still yeah, having yeah. A, a lasting impact and stuff and you know that it mattered and you know that it, uh, it still can have that effect on people mm. um, and especially my dad as a was a, a he was a music teacher as well he was a drum teacher um, yeah. as well as a drummer himself so he he got a real kick out of this movie and I, I kind of shared that with him just because he was yeah he was kind of my Jack Black in, in some ways oh that's nice yeah yeah and so remember when I say oh I would have never guessed you're talking to the person that doesn't listen to music, so I'm not. I'm not de- like de- diving as deep down as, as t- in terms of genre. I'm just talking about music. Yeah. I was like, that's oh, right. Yeah, the yeah. The movies about yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, of course. Uh, like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, rock no, no. and roll and and heavy metal aren't the same thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no. I just mean music. I just mean sounds played in in sequence. Like, there's instruments music. in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Like I clapped when I saw the drum set. <laughs> God to give it to Richard Linklater. Um so yeah, I have this this real fondness for it and this real nostalgia for it in that way, but it also was the go-to movie in like late primary school and certainly early high school that whenever the teacher wasn't around, like the teacher couldn't show up or, you know, didn't show up or, or whatever, and the substitute would wheel the fucking TV in. Life imitating like, art. <laughs> yeah, with like three VHS tapes. You knew it was going to be School of Rock, Shrek, or like Rocky Four or something. Like it, it was it was always like weird movies. Mm. Or like good movies, but movies you'd seen a, a million times and then like one random sequel from a, a, a franchise, <laughs> just like a middle movie. He's like, all right, kids, to prove to you that I'm not a shit substitute teacher... I'm not going to do what this substitute teacher does in this movie and just sit in class doing absolutely nothing. I'll give you a movie to watch. Yeah, exactly. And through being exposed to it just ad nauseum, I reached a point where I was like, I never need to watch this movie again. 
Mm, and I yeah. don't think I've watched this movie since early high school, probably since I was 14 or 15. So it's been certainly over 10 years at this point since I've watched School, school of Rock. And uh, coming back to it was was like slipping into a into an old warm jumper, like an old hoodie or something. Yeah, it was very nice. comfortable viewing. But to breathe some new life into this viewing experience, I watched it with my uh, younger sister, Lizzie. Oh, and, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, sat with her and, and uh, chucked it on. And she had an absolute ball with it as well. She was she'd never seen it before, and she was laughing. She was in hysterics for Jack Black doing his shtick. God damn! And like it was just really, it was really nice because um we share music uh, like the same way that my dad and and I or my dad shared music with me. I'll share music with her, and and we'll swap songs back and forth. And most of my stuff is you know the the heavy metal stuff. The the bit where he's like in the car like singing along to Led Zeppelin and stuff with the kids and the kids are just like yeah you're having fun. <laughs> she was like that's you showing me music. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. A you bit. have become the Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, this this movie holds a very special place in my heart and uh, will do so forever. I reckon. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I I'm, I feel that feeling with uh, movies that you watched in school so much that they sort of burn you out on them, especially uh, in later high school when you're doing them as a an English uh, subject oh, of oh my analyzing God, yeah. them and stuff. And goddamn, like, I don't know what it is about that English class. You're talking about, like, the English language and it's like grammar and shit. And it's like, okay, we'll read books and then we'll do a book. Well, it's not really a book report, like mm. the Americans call it, but... Yeah, we, we write a thing on a we write an essay on a, on the book to show our knowledge mm. of it and yada yada, and then they just go, "We'll do the exact same thing with a movie." And it's like, you know, that's like a different medium, and that you don't understand how to analyze. Like English teachers at school don't know how to analyze movies properly, right? Because oh, but boy, <laughs> how do they think they can? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I had that with the Truman Show. We watched oh, okay. the ever living hell out of that to the point mm. where I didn't want to watch it for a very long time. And I recently went back to that as well after like, like yeah, 10 or 12 years. And it was, had finally been enough time. That it was like, okay, I can watch this movie and enjoy it again. Mm. Um, School of Rock. I've also not watched in that sort of decade ish amount, but not through any choice of any burnout from it. But just, uh, I don't know when I saw it, like fairly, not at the not at the cinema. Like maybe a couple of years later. Like I don't think we got this as a new release. It probably would have been a weekly or something. Or maybe we saw mm. it when it came on TV at some point. And like yeah, me and my brothers watched it. Or like maybe we all watched it as a family and we all mm. really liked it. And so I saw it like two or three times, like in quick succession. Like and like really liked it. And then I just yeah, it was one of those ones that's like just I haven't thought about it in bloody forever. And then I saw mm. just before you recommended it, I saw one of the clips like uh, trending on Twitter. Because mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Hey, remember how like nice this movie is, mm. and like how uh, like the we'll get into it soon enough." But all that all of that like nice confidence boosting that he does to the kids mm. is like so lovely. Um, yeah, it was just one of those scenes, and it was just like, "Oh, let's all just fucking like pile on how good Jack Black is again." Um, <laughs> and I think this is maybe my first Jack Black film. Yeah, actually, uh, come to think of it, it may have been the first. Jack Black film I ever watched as well. I would have known him from Tenacious D uh, stuff at the time. Like Tribute had had been on, you know, all the like music video channels and stuff, and had been on the radio and mm. and all that. Um, I think I had the single. Uh, 
I remember hearing that song and, and really liking it. I didn't understand. Like, I think I knew that that was Jack Black. I didn't understand that he was in a band and that was actually because of the comedic elements of the song. It's like, oh, it's a joke song. It's not a real song. And he's yeah, this actor. Yeah. And then it took me a long, long, long time, me yeah. avoiding music, uh, <laughs> to actually, like, understand <laughs> that, that nice. stuff. Especially because then it doesn't help when there's the Tenacious D movie and it's like yeah. a narrative and I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. so these are characters and it's like, no, 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 they actually do have a band called Tenacious D and it's like, yeah, you could, you no, know, you confuse me for way too much. Come on now. Like- <laughs> it's so funny. You love like meta uh, narratives Stuff. and meta aspects, <laughs> meta qualities in things, but this, when it when it's like meta re- uh, relating to music, you're like, uh, get this no, shit sorry. out of here. Never it's too complicated. Tw- never the two shall meet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, that's so funny. Uh, well, yeah. Coming back to it, how did you how did you feel about it uh, upon this viewing? Yeah, uh, really positively. Um, I think it takes a little bit of time to sort of get in there. There's a little bit of exposition and stuff. Besides, mm-hmm. I think the opening scene of him uh, playing and just being like way too fucking energetic mm. is really funny. Uh, yep. It's it's all of that great Jack Blackisms, but yeah, yeah. still played in a way that we can see. Like, okay, this is really funny physically. But you can mm-hmm. see that, yeah, this is a problem, <laughs> that he's not reading the room and that he's, like, being a pain in the ass for the rest of the band. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then, but then once we get into the, like, the classroom stuff, it's just, like, fucking amazing and gold the whole yeah. time. Yeah, just, totally. And, and we're captivated. in the classroom, we're in the classroom, like, by the 10-minute mark. Pretty much bang on the 10-minute mark, you're in the classroom. Yeah. Um, and then the 20-minute mark is where he, you know, uh, discovers their their musical talents by, you know, spotting, hearing the music in while he's taking a whiz and, um, you know, peeping through the, the window. And then it's just like hit after hit after hit. So I feel like it's really, it, it is about 15 minutes of kind of exposition and, and but it, that's uh, actually setting everything compact. up. But it's really, really economic. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and all of that stuff is hilarious, not just because it's, it's Jack Black doing his thing. And, and quick aside, I feel like this is, um, I mean, uh, Mike White, uh, who wrote the film and, and, and plays, um, Ned wrote this as a Jack Black vehicle. Like he wrote it for Jack Black. I was going to say, to play the, to play the star. And it, it, it is the perfect Jack Black film. Yeah. I was going to bring his up best work. you can't like nobody else can pl- do no, this role. The, the line, especially when you watch like the behind the scenes stuff and see him just on set, apparently he was just like this positive uh, dynamo on set, like just really keeping morale high and like helping these kids I through can, I can like tell what was it, a lot of their, watching the their first movie, experience yeah, acting. That they're all sort of unknowns and very, very new and so young mm. and they all do such a good job because he is bringing that out in everyone just like he is yeah. the teacher in the in the movie exactly he's got to be that on set because yeah it can be it can be like difficult working with child actors Mm. getting those performances you've really got to got to do that stuff and yeah i have no doubt that there's there's a few uh like laughs and smiles from the kids in certain shots that you can be Mm. like that wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't yeah that wasn't like that wasn't like a now you laugh kids that (laughs) That was was, that was them that was just them giggling at him yeah yeah um, and I think the lines between what is like the character and what is Jack Black are completely blurred. I'm convinced this is like just this is just Jack Black doing doing him for the yeah, most part. Yeah, like, I, was, I was trying to hold off on like the 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 sucking Jack Black's dick train, but no, let's no, just no, no, get no. into it because let's I get let's fucking, get right into it. I love Jack Black so much. Like my appreciation for him in the last couple of years is really like ramped up. Mm. Um, like I've been watching him on YouTube as like Jablinski games and stuff. 
mm-hmm. and like yeah discovering that it's like oh yeah no he's always been he's not just been oh this is jack black but he's been really cool in that way that i think like you said this movie is like the epitome of uh his like physicality and commitment to everything and yeah and his charisma yeah the charisma and all of the jokes they're they're always they're not mean spirited or if they are mean spirited it's played up in a way that's very uh, over the top. But anyway, I just decided to give up on myself and become a teacher because those that can't do, teach. And those that can't teach, teach gym. Am I- <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's in that way where it's like they know that he's making fun of them and it's sort mm. of, it's okay because he's doing a bit. Yeah, he's being charming and, and in, you know, he doesn't, doesn't mean it in bad faith or whatever. And the stuff at the start where he's like... Uh, really where where he's not become a, a teacher yet he's not started to you know own that role at all it's just a paycheck and he's just gonna you know uh, bludge for the whole two weeks or whatever it is and he's like hung over and he's telling the kids to shut up and stuff like all of that is delivered in it, it, even that stuff is really charming the way he does it all of the yeah. the dialogue feels like it's written for his cadence and his delivery i also saw this really good uh video on youtube that was like breaking down these characteristics of his charisma and why he is the way he is oh okay and then once i saw that i was just like yeah no nah, jack black's fine fucking amazing in a way that you could like yeah he is be, he is just being himself in this film often uh, that will be a criticism of certain actors where they'll just be like oh yeah no nah, he's just oh it's arnie he's just being arnie in this movie he's mm. not he's mm. not performing like you could say oh in terminator he's really performing as a, like he's being the machine and in other mm. things he's just being arnie and then in this you don't just go oh he's just being black jack black he's just phoning it in it's like no this is this is so wonderful because the the wonderful lessons of raising all these kids up that's not like that's not a bit for this movie that's like what he is actually like in real life yeah he yeah. he he is like the personification of uh having complete confidence by committing to everything like a hundred percent so like any insecurity that he might have is exploded away devastated mm. because of how hard he commits to it and how like mm. self-acknowledging he is of all those things yeah it's, yeah it's a, like an amazing ability that he has and that like no one else that I can think of uh, has. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I think too, like he's able to, the the qualities that are, I guess, less in him, um, I'm sure they're things that he can recognize in himself and that's what makes them so funny. I think that's what makes him able to deliver them. But the stuff at the start where he's like quite unlikable and and, and lacks any and all self-awareness where he's like going for the stage dive when yeah. it's, it's, not, it does, it's not called for <laughs> and like eats shit. Now listen, my feeling is if we're going to win this thing, we got to actually start playing some music. I agree. You're fired. And your lyrics, now don't take this the wrong way, Theo, are lame. But I've been sitting on some awesome material, so. Dewey, did you hear what I said? Anybody who's been in a band knows a guy like that or has been a guy like that <laughs> at some point to some degree. And that's what makes that shit so fucking funny from a, like, j- just, I, I think to, to any audience, this stuff is funny, but yep. to an audience that, uh, uh, that you know, has some experience in music or being a musician or whatever, it's doubly fucking funny. That, uh, that, that gig he's playing at the start with, like, the kind of 30 to 50 punters kind of scattered around, not really paying attention, but the guys up there, like, rocking, like, this is... You know, this is my Woodstock. Yeah, is so I I I was like breathing through my teeth, <laughs> yep, just like yep. I have been at those shows, and it is that fucking painful to see. <laughs> yeah, something else that I was um 
uh, to give credit to him thinking about the movie there is a lot of time spent in that classroom in the same set it's not shot in any particular way that's uh really super inventive and there's there's very little like music as well accompanying a lot of that stuff it's sheer through his performance and the performances that those kids bring that gives it so much entertainment value and and laughs and enjoyment of something that i don't know it feels like there's it's it's not I think this is a far superior movie to something like one of those slacker, stoner, Will Ferrell comedies mm. or a Seth mm-hmm. Rogen comedy. But in terms of uh, the 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 actual like f- film techniques on display of editing and sound and camera and stuff, mm. and, or, or even lighting, like it's all pretty shot flat like those movies is it's it's purely the subject matter it's the the excellent script and the excellent performances that elevate it to be something that's really really like enjoyable and memorable and has a lot a lot of heart i think the the technical aspects i think are there as well in terms of how it's shot especially those long takes that that scene where all the kids come back and he's like getting them up he's like you know that hit try this guitar on you uh you know you ever play techno get on the on the keyboard and stuff that all that stuff it's like one long take that feels very deliberate and measured that feels like someone who knows uh their their craft but it's it, it's not drawing attention to itself it no, is it's no. certainly not flashy that's that's what i mean i don't think that th- there's nothing technically wrong with any of it it's shot very very well and there are lots of long takes but that's the thing that again i attribute to this is how fucking good they are that they're really committing to this and or they're going off script and they're improvising and it doesn't matter because they're sticking mm. with it and they're getting these incredibly long takes and then they're like let's just use it it's not doing one of those things where it's like look at this long take it's not the intro to boogie nights where the camera's like moving all around and it's handy cammed and it's mm. following a character and then moving through all these environments it's just like yeah i don't know i i agree that it's not like super flashy and stuff but i, I do feel like there's a a measured and uh, there's a thoughtfulness to how it's shot that i i think that I, it all feels very deliberate it doesn't feel like they've just shot it and it happened to work in one take and fuck it let's use that take no, it feels no. like they're like it needs to move in on dewey right now in this moment because in this moment he is becoming a teacher he doesn't really it yet but that's what's happening yeah, like, it yeah, feels sure. like there's there's definitely a, an english teacher w- could could have a fucking <laughs> field day uh with this shit like i think there's definitely stuff to analyze in the way that this movie is shot yeah. it's just that it doesn't draw attention to itself but i think to be fair though when i'm looking at this compared to mighty ducks last week what you said about mighty ducks is fairly apt as well where it's like they, this feels like it's like proficiently made competently made by people that knew what they were doing but then like the script knows how to the, the script knows what to focus on and it doesn't do some of those like gags that didn't that we yeah. didn't think played well in that but my yeah, sure. the thing i think of is when he talks about the song that he's r- written and they're like well let's hear it and he's like oh well uh, yeah well you know if you want to hear it you can hear it but i wasn't prepared and it's mm. it starts in really close and it's just a really really slow move mm. back from like a close-up all the way to, to a to a wide i don't think that camera movement does a lot besides as jack black gets more and more physical mm. we're at a further uh, out vantage point to see his full physicality yeah sure. when we when he starts we can't see where his legs are and then by yep. the time he's dancing around being really crazy we can see his yep. legs but like all of the energy from that scene it's completely silent there's no like backing audio mm-hmm. it is purely him singing and then stopping to tell the story and he's doing everything with his hands and his face yeah and yeah. like yeah he he's driving that that shot to where if it yeah. was someone not performing as well it would be like the most boring shit in the world yeah sure yeah yeah it, it absolutely the the more minimalistic uh, approach 
to how this is shot is certainly it, it works to complement or it lets it lets Jack Black perform mm-hmm. and Jack Black's performance kind of elevates what what would be uh, quite could be quite dull otherwise. Mm. But I will to to differentiate what I was saying uh, about Mighty Ducks to this. I think where Mighty Ducks uh, feels like it was shot by people, uh, it was shot competently and by people who uh, who are who are film literate, who have an understanding of screen language and how to use it. Mm-hmm. In that movie, it didn't seem like they were interested in using that language to complement what the movie was trying to say because the movie wasn't trying to say anything, as we as we discussed. Yeah. This feels like there's this mo- this is a movie with something to say, and the way that this movie is shot helps drive those points home. Yeah. I will say what you said about it being a, like a minimalistic approach to it that does also help amplify the the, the genuine factor of the kids of their reactions. Yeah, um, yeah there's yeah, a more yeah. believable quality in their performances from that. Mm. I think, uh, yeah, I, I guess what I keep coming back to is that this feels really deliberate and measured throughout, whereas Mighty Ducks just feels like this is how this is how movies are shot. You know, where Mighty Ducks just feels competent, this feels uh, as though it's these are the conscious decisions. And and uh, uh, Scott Rudin and Richard Linklater both said that they wanted this to have a really kind of naturalistic uh, feel, like an authentic quality to it. Yep. And I think the the way this is shot. Uh, helps that I think yeah I I do agree but it still just reminds me of Jack Black is good doing his shtick but then when Mm -hmm. you see the same stuff being shot very similar by your Will Ferrell's doing take after take after take of like oh just improvise everything Mm -hmm. and we'll make it funny and then that stuff's not funny and there's not Mm -hmm. much of a difference on screen visually Mm -hmm. for that end product besides like the material and the performances that's making it Making it work or not working. Yeah, sure. I, I do. I do hear what you're saying. I do hear uh, what you're saying. I guess this is just this is just so much better. I, I feel <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I feel dirty comparing or or like conceding that that point. Like it's it's a it's a thorn in my side just because this is so much better. Let's not forget this holds a praise B Rotten Tomatoes. This holds a like 93 percent <laughs> uh, fresh rating. It, it it was nominated for a Golden Globe. It was critically incredibly well received, and none of those things are normal for comedy movies. Yeah. Yeah, true. No, I'm I'm not disagreeing either. I definitely uh, think that this is so much better than the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to to, to uh, anger those few Mighty Duck fans we have in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> the few the 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 section of the Venn diagram of oh, like yes. Mighty Ducks fans and people who don't like School of Rock. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Sorry, gang. <laughs> And I mean, I don't think it's just Jack Black's performance. Like we're we're well and truly sucking Jack Black off at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the kids, the kids are all great, and a lot of them are. You know, it's their first time performing. Uh, Joan Cusack is fucking amazing as the principal, dude. Yeah, she's great. Roz, she's so fucking good. That um, that scene of her in the in the van ha- having a fucking meltdown. Yeah, makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, I had a really nice time. Yeah, ditto. You know, this is the first time any teacher has ever asked me to do anything outside of school. No way. Yeah, it's, it's true. In six years. And, uh, and watching it with, with my younger sister, like, I was, I was laughing. His, I was in hysterics for that scene, and she was looking at me like, why is this funny? And I'm like, <laughs> you'll get it when you're older, kid. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, I, I love that... Uh, he is he is like calling him mean names to start with, 
which is mm-hmm. I'd say like the most mean spirited stuff in the whole movie is him just calling people stereotype names and not learning their their names. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, like quickly enough, like you said, it's it's pretty short and sweet. We get into that. There's there's a goal. We're doing battle of the bands. He starts learning their names, and immediately he is. Like, yeah, straight away he is nurturing the talents that they have and recognizing those talents and immediately, re- like, remembering, like, all right, this is this is this kid, this is what he's good at with this, and, like, boom, that's associated. And we never yeah. have anything again where it's like, oh, yeah, no, you're, I don't remember who you are or this or that or... Yeah, yeah. And and I'd say even when he's doing the, like, the nicknames and stuff, it's done in a kind of endearing way. It's it's It never feels like he's like, ah, fuck you, you're just this. Like, it's, it's because he's a dum-dum. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, that's um f- like for us the audience, it's more of a him being like, yeah, he's not giving a shit. He's not. Yeah. He's not. Uh, like his heart isn't in it. Um, but mm. yeah, I love that that nurturing side of every every like student in the class. Almost he has that that connection with and like does what a good teacher does, where they they see that like strength that that one student has, and they like mm. do everything they can to like help help them. Like all of those things, like just with like Lawrence, like straight away being like, oh no, I can't be in the band because I'm not cool enough. Mm. And he's like, yeah. no, no, that's like that's not what it is. And that, that that that's sort of coming back to what I'm talking about with like Jack Black is that personification of like he's a big fat schlubby dude. That mm. shouldn't be like cool in a rock mm. band, but it's like no, he he gets it. It's all about the energy and the performing, and the, like none of that shit matters when yeah. you're putting on a show. And that's yeah, what he does yeah, in real totally. life, and that's what he what he like teaches them in this. And it's just like mm. yeah, it's so true. Yeah, and I think it's it's cool too. Like as he's as he's helping these kids discover uh, these abilities, these talents that they have that they've never thought to pursue or had never had any interest in and seeing them get excited by that stuff he's kind of unconsciously or or subconsciously doing the same thing with teaching like he's discovering and and never really there's never really a moment where he's like i really love teaching it just kind of happens naturally like he just does it yeah he just takes to it because it's it's him teaching about something that he's genuinely enthusiastic about and i think that's something that is so true to life like any any Think of the 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 teachers that you've loved the most, who reached you the most in whatever subject they were teaching you. It was because they were excited by that subject, yeah. and they they were excited by that subject and what it could do for a kid because it did it for them as a kid, you know, or when they needed it most and stuff. Again, having real world examples of this, my dad again was a drum teacher, and he really threw himself into it and got to know the 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 kids he was teaching and got them excited about music. Not just because like, oh, it's music is a blood subject. He was like, no, you don't understand. This is a fucking amazing thing that you have the opportunity to be a part of, to contribute to and, and all the rest and would, would give them the rundown of like, you got to check out, you, oh, you like this band? You got to check out this band, this band, this band. Like know your, know your roots, know where this, this, this thing that you love is coming from because chances are the people who have inspired you were inspired by someone previous to that and previous to that, previous to that. There's a lineage, you know, to, to get excited by here. And that's a great role to have someone do when you're not quite into that yet. Like once you mm. get hooked and you're like, I'm into music, I'm into movies, you yeah, start totally. researching that stuff yourself yeah but yeah and then without you pay being, it forward with the next yeah, person but it, you, before you get introduced with that stuff you need someone to be like oh you liked that check this yeah, out now. yeah to the point where uh my dad's still he's in his mid-60s he's still in in contact with a with a couple of his students we'll, we'll 
see him around every now and then. Um, they'll come by and visit. Uh, but he gets messages on Facebook from people being like, hey, uh, Mr. O'Keen, like, I, I don't know if you'd remember me, but you taught me drums in like year eight. And I just wanted to say what, a, what an impact it had on me and stuff. Like he'll get really fucking lovely, heartfelt messages from ex-students who he hasn't seen or heard from in years saying what like a, you know, a pivotal experience or what a, what a significant experience having that kind of teaching uh, was on them. Um, and I often think about, uh, think of, of teachers that um, influenced me or that, that were significant in, in my development. And I think, fuck, I wish I could reach out. Like, I wish I, I would love to reach out to them and, and thank them. You know, I don't know if they, if they know just, just how helpful that was. Mm. You know, yeah. So I think having a, having a movie that kind of not just I don't think it just lionizes you know rock and roll and stuff. I think it really uh, shines a light on just how fucking cool teaching can be. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you say, it's really quick that he he starts with that premise of I can use these kids for Battle of the Bands because they're talented. Mm. But really, after that, like one scene of the, him telling them all what to do and like how to play stuff, then suddenly mm. it's like, oh shit, you wrote a song? Let's hear it. This, this, yeah, this. And then yeah. it, it transfers so quickly and invisibly from I'm using these kids to I want to show them this and I want to show them that. And just like yeah. suddenly he's a teacher. Yeah, yeah. He might not be good at history and math and all those other things. You know, uh, math, English, uh, what, science, what else? Uh, geography, history, Latin, Spanish, French, Latin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and just in the way, like you, like you're saying, how this movie does uh, the great things for being like this is the lineage of rock and roll, but then also this is the lineage of. Uh, like teaching and and that sort of thing, nurturing that passion in people. It's cool to see all of the characters that would stereotypically sometimes like uh, Summer being the like teacher's pet, goody two shoes, brown nose thing. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's sort of annoying. Like even he he sees like what her strengths are in that. And he nurtures yeah, that yeah. And, he, and he takes it with that. It's not like the, oh, this is the one kid in the class that's going to be a pain in the ass and mm. be a be a spanner in the works. Like, that doesn't happen with anybody, anybody yeah. at all. Like, it's always like he sees... He sees potential and, like, an opportunity for them to contribute to this thing, even if they're not, you know, in the band. Like, what you say? You're, just because you're not in the band doesn't mean you're not in the band. Yeah. You know, he sees where that that uh, that killer instinct in terms of like the the teacher's pet thing, where that can be applicable. You know, as a as a manager, or where the 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 kids who uh, the, the kid who's kind of tech savvy going fucking do lighting, dude, and and you know they all really take to these things. Yeah, yeah. Or even like you said, like uh, you, you'd know best. Like they say, you know, you're only a drummer when you can't follow any of the other instruments. Even that <laughs> yeah, kid yeah. that's supposed to like that he gets picked on for like being like the sort of the sort of the the, the dumbass of the class a bit. Mm. It's like yeah. no, oh, he's not just smashing the cymbals in music class. It's like oh no, he like he does find that passion for the drums and he does get really yeah. good at it. We get like so many nice little character arcs from all of them, like in these slightly yeah. varying ways. That it's like it's all it's all really similar, but it's nice to see that like that variety. Yeah, of it all. yeah, and 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 a lot of that is some really lovely instances of that communicated through how this thing is shot. It's not told. We don't get uh, is it is it Freddie the the drummer? Yeah, it's Freddie, I think. 
we don't have a, a moment with him where he's like, I really like learning now. I never thought I'd like learning before, <laughs> but now I really like learning. The first, uh, I, I think maybe even before we have the, the interaction with him, you know, at the back of the class being like, you know, you're an alcoholic, you got a disease, man. Well, no, it's just after that. I mean, we've seen him. He's at the back of the class. We can assume he's the bad kid. When um, Summer's talking about like, oh, we usually do this and then this and then this. Freddie is like out of focus up the back of the room, kind of fidgeting, not paying attention, like clearly doesn't give a shit and, and isn't interested in, in any of this stuff. And then later on during that montage where he's uh, all the kids are, are kind of doing their homework and he's doing the kind of like history of rock shit. He's got the, the whiteboard, sorry, the blackboard showing him uh, slideshows and stuff. Uh, it cuts to what we can only assume is like after class or during recess. Freddie is like sitting there front row of an empty classroom still completely like hooked on this on what he's watching and what he's learning and what he's what he's absorbing yeah. like he's found a way to love learning and again it's not like oh, i really love learning now it fucking strain language <laughs> which yeah it, it, that's that's what goes back to like teachers in school like that's what you're really there at school for is mm. learning how to learn yeah, also yeah. Than, the, than the real specifics of like when am i ever going to use algebra in real life blah, 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 like <laughs> that, that sort of shit uh yeah yeah, that's something that I really like the quality in this that was missing from Mighty Ducks that I mentioned of at the beginning of Mighty Ducks, they're all picking on each other and they're not working as a team, but then they mm. keep picking on each other throughout the whole movie <laughs> yeah. and they never stop yeah, doing yeah. that. Where this, you mm. get that really good sense of some of the different people are picking on each other. Then they start being more of a group and standing up for each other when Freddy starts picking on Nathan mm. and then the other kids are standing up for him. And then you, we get like the shots of them in the outside of the class in the hallways they're, they're sharing like that not just they've they've grown this love for music but this love for music has like brought these people closer together in friendships and yes. in jokes where they're telling the principal that she's the man and she's like yeah. oh thank you and they're all like yeah. she doesn't know what the man yeah. means <laughs> yeah 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 all of that stuff uh i think again we, we've talked about this movie championing just rock and roll in general and stuff but also teaching also i think it it really highlights how music and and art in general i think you could apply this stuff to uh any other art form that involves a team of people but but uh, shit art, art in general let's say as as fans how it, it plays a role in the way that we connect with people um and the way that we understand one another and that's that's that stuff's really cool on the back of your your comparison to to the Mighty Ducks, I think even though the Mighty Ducks is it's a it's a sports movie about a team, a sports team, surely teamwork would be one of the themes, and it is. But surely we'd get to see that in the you know the grand kind of finale of the film. You know the the uh, finals is that what they call it? I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like we get a much better example of everybody coming together and playing their part to make a kick-ass performance in this than we do in, in Mighty Ducks. Like, you, you really get to see everybody playing their role from fucking security to, you know, uh, uh, Zach playing guitar and, and shredding on stage. Like, everybody is is killing it. And everybody's pivoting. Everybody's like, oh, shit, we're doing a different song. All the lights were programmed we're for this. Lighting, and he's just yeah. like, you got this. Like, roll with the punches. Like, I think it teaches so fucking much about working as a, as a team in this sort of environment and 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 uh, communicates it all in a, in a way that is empathetic uh, but not talking down to any of the kids, like, no. really gets on on their level and goes like, "No, you got this." Yeah. It, it like me, and and exactly the way Jack Black does in the film, literally gets down and is like, "Not, nah, you know, I know you got this. Just you got to feel like I understand you had it all planned for this, but you got to feel this one, man, and you got this." Real fucking cool. Yeah. Speaking of roles, um, what, what, what was it, the designer? Oh, fancy pants! <laughs> fucking goddamn! I love fancy pants, dude. That's one of the ones where I like. I'm thinking about it, like trying to think critically, like of like, oh, what, what, what works, what doesn't, and it's like 
yeah, the, the, fan, the flamboyant gay stereotype is the most, like, stereotypical thing in the movie. But the kid is so fucking good. Every line that he says. Yeah, man. His name's Billy, up. by the way, but he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that line. <laughs> I just love that it's like he's in that group and it's like, oh, what is it, like the roadies or the security? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I be the band stylist instead? Of course you can, fancy pants. Of course. Like, just yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. he hears the voice and he's just like, of course you can. Well, like, what? How, how How? did I even overlook this? Like, yeah. <laughs> But I like, too, that the, the it's not played for... It's funny. It's played for laughs in a in a, in a a way, but not in a way where it's like, hey, he's the gay kid. He's going to be the, the stylist. Like, Jack Black isn't like, you're the stylist. He comes forward. Billy comes forward and is like, can I be the band's stylist? And, and, and Jack Black is like, of course you can. Yeah, yeah. Because it's still like... It's still like nurturing and supporting to, in yeah, the way exactly. that he does like, it. You do you. And and like they clash and have, have some, you know, back and forth banter and stuff. But like he's good at his job. He he wear <laughs> and, and, and Jack wears the, the stuff that he makes for him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, it's f- fucking fantastic. He's so good. Speaking of uh, like the the kind of nurturing qualities and those those sorts of scenes, do you have like a one that that stands out to you? I really watching it back the the I'm not cool enough to be in the band bit with shit. Give me with Lawrence. Yeah, uh, and like I like all the little nicknames and stuff he he gives for them as he learns their name. He like shortens all of them. And Lawrence, he's like Larry. Yeah, shit like that. Like really. Uh, uh, develops a rapport and like a, a kind of like he's got an individual take for each of them and makes them feel kind of important. Yeah, yeah. It's in that sort of way of like I see you. I'm not yeah, just yeah, I'm not yeah. just learning the names for those sakes. Yeah, yeah. And I like too that when whenever a kid comes up to him, like I think the the best example and my favorite example is is um I almost fucking called a turkey sub Tamika. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> When Tamika comes up to yeah, him and... you picked it. Uh, you stole it. Uh, that's what I was going to say as well, yeah. I don't feel good. I feel sick. Just let Alicia and Marta do it. No! They can't sing like you can. I need you in the chorus. What is it? Are you nervous? Yeah, why? Well, what are you afraid of? They're going to laugh at me. What? Why would they laugh at you? I don't know. Because I'm fat. Tamika... Hey, you've got something everybody wants. You've got talent, girl. You have an incredible singing voice, and I'm not just saying that. You heard of Aretha Franklin, right? Okay, she's a big lady, but when she starts singing, she blows people's minds. Everybody wants to party with Aretha! And, um, you know who else has a weight issue? Who? Me. But once I get up on stage, start doing my thing, people worship me! Because I'm sexy and chubby, man. He doesn't like, and it's the same when Lawrence says, you know, I'm not cool. He's not like, that's stupid. Don't feel that. He's like, no, I get that. I mm. feel that. Yeah. But, and like, and that's part of this. That's part of this experience. But when you're performing, none of that matters. You yeah. know, and, and it's yeah, wonderful. It's, really it's nice. super sweet as well as being, it's still really funny when he's like, do you know who else has a, boy, a bit of a white problem? This guy. And you're like, it's still it's still just so charming and, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, like fun all the way through. But yeah, that's probably like the number one moment that's really, I, really I think nice. it's really, it's really lovely because like, you know, the entertainment industry, it does kind of, it does value, it does place a lot of value on looks. And so, I mean, there's, there's like, I was a chubby kid watching, watching a, a movie and, and like, uh, like that, that would have been a a worry in in a kid like mine's head. Yeah. Like if I wanted to be in a band or or perform or whatever, like would my you know looks ultimately matter that much? 
and like having a, a movie that is kind of front and center. It's a it's a uh, a um it's a blockbuster family film. Say no, nah, that doesn't fucking matter. It's real fucking nice. Yeah, or even like um, it's a bit more of a subtle one. But when he sees Zach getting out of the car and his dad's mm. like telling him off, it's like oh no more rock music and you got to do your chores and this and that. And mm. then he, they like improv the song mm. um, in class and it just sort of like lifts his spirits up a bit. And it's just him sort of noticing like, oh, this is sort of some of the stuff that like he's getting ribbed on at home for yeah. and making him feel better about it. And then he comes up and thanks him during lunch and all the other teachers oh, are like, oh my yeah. God. Like they're all yeah, like that- looking at him like none of the kids come up and say thanks to me for the class. <laughs> yeah, that little thank you is is so sweet. And Dewey's uh, look after after that when when he walks off looking like fuck yeah, like there's a real sense of pride in what he does there, and it's like oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I think the the getting exposed as a fraud thing mm-hmm. it doesn't fall into that example of oh this just needs to happen because conflict for the movie's sake. I think that the end is ultimately more rewarding when the kids find the truth out. And then they decide on their own, like, no, we're, we, we fucking, we worked our asses off for this. We're yeah, going to yeah. still commit and let's do it. And then they like bolt out of school and pick yeah, him up on yeah. the way and stuff. That's yeah, uh, totally. That's a really rewarding if, yeah, uh, journey. Yeah. And it does feel like, I mean, it, that, that conflict has to arise. That has to happen. That um, this, this house of, of cards that he's yeah, kind yeah, of it's building like, throughout well, the movie has to come down at some point. If it didn't happen then, would it happen after they play the Battle of the Bands? And they're like, oh, that's really great. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, since you yeah, liked it so yeah, much, exactly. I'm not really a teacher. Bye. And then the credits yeah, roll. It feels, it, like, like, it feels like it happens exactly where it's going to be the most... It's going to have the most impact for the story. It's going to be the most entertaining and it's going to make for the most satisfying conclusion. Like it, it's uh, really earned, um, whereas in in Mighty Ducks, it feels really arbitrary and as though it's just there because at this point in the movie, at this time code of the movie, it has to happen. Yeah. Here, it, it's really effective. My name is Dewey Finn. And no, I'm not a licensed teacher, but I have been touched by your kids. And I'm pretty sure I've touched them. And then there's just this deafening silence <laughs> and then just fucking screaming. It's so good. Um, they do. I think they do a pretty good job as well with, oh, the conflict's all resolved because, like, oh, the kids go missing from the school. They've actually gone to this thing. It's not just, oh, yeah, it's family film logic, so the parents have to, like, not be that mad. Like, I think they do a pretty mm. good job of uh, the parents' performances of seeing the kids especially Lawrence's dad saying to mm. Zach's dad, like, oh, your, your kid's really talented. And he's like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yours is really, yours is too. Like them. Exactly. Yeah. Them seeing a side of their kids and, 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 and like a talent of, and, uh, and, and I think and not just seeing like of those kids that they haven't. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And not just seeing like the potential, like, oh, my kid's good at this thing. It's my kid's good at this thing and look how happy they are yeah, yeah. doing this thing is, is really, really sweet. Yeah. To the point where it's like, no, you can, you, yeah, it, it's, it reads really well. And it's like, yeah, you can't stay angry when you're seeing how happy they are and how yeah, fucking yeah. good they are. And I love uh, Roz's uh, little, little arc as well, where we get to see she's this really pent up, you know, principal type. Then we find out, oh, she loves Stevie Nicks. And uh, when she's having a beer with with Dewey, they like bond over that. And you get to see that, oh, she wasn't always like this. And then she has a, her spiel about, you know, yeah, not always like being it. like it doesn't, this. And now she doesn't just become stuff. the villain of the piece. It's like, no, no, here's the relatable no, side no. for her as well. And it, like, it does yeah, that with yeah, everybody yeah. in the movie. It's really cool. Yeah. Her character is portrayed in such a, a sympathetic and kind of empathetic way, where you, you go like, "No, this is a this was a necessary thing for her. She you can't be the principal of a fucking prep school and be fun. Yeah, no, you just can't. 
doesn't doesn't work. No, so you, you kind of understand why she is how she is, um, but that there's there's also more to her than than she lets on. Uh, and then when she kind of has that moment of her worst fears of like you know if 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 something goes wrong, they're gonna come down on my fucking head. When something does go wrong, and all of the parents are just like shouting at her, <laughs> and she just walks out. <laughs> It's like one second and walks out. <laughs> and then when she finds out the shit has well and truly hit the fan, the kids have left the school. She just walks back in and is like, okay, it's come to my attention <laughs> that all your kids are missing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so such a good performance. I think that that gets the biggest laugh out of me probably in the entire film. Just that, that the so and the clap she does yeah. and the way the music cuts out <laughs> for that line is perfect. And then at the end, she, she, you know, lightens up and she's like, that was incredible and has a good time. And then the and guy the, from the other band wants to fuck her and yeah. that's great. What's his name? This is, this is Spider. 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 Yeah. What's up, dog? I love that 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 interaction is so good. Just fucking that one long shot. Yeah, and he's got like, the fucking the, the 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 dumb leather <laughs> like sleeves leather. on with it's no just shirt. sleeves and a neck bit. And then he's got the he's got like the tattoo in the middle of his chest, but then underneath it, it's just like in little text. He's just got a tattoo like at his belly button that says "sex." <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! And when they're talking, he's just like adjusting his pants, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah you're hot." And she's like, "Excuse me." Not even adjusting his pants. It's like he—it's like he's wanting to put like his hands in his pockets, but he doesn't have pockets, yeah. so he's just like yeah. touching his abs. <laughs> oh god! It's like no, you're gripping your torso in a way that's really unnatural. Like that's not a—it's yeah. not a way that people like rest and relax. <laughs> Yeah, and then that that last uh, performance is is fucking wonderful. Like uh, I I was thrilled by it at, at 28 years of age, just as much as I was as a kid. I think more so as well. Like just uh, watching it and having that experience of of uh, being in in bands myself and and having those nights where you really feel like that was the best show ever. Kind of it, it resonates. It hits it hits different now. And watching it with Lizzie and seeing like she was literally like up on the edge of her seat, like leaning forward, like <laughs> rocking along with it. She was utterly utterly thrilled. By it. That's so cute. And kind of watching it with the knowledge that you know this, I, I thought like I've never, I've never considered watching this with the thought that it could inspire a kid like Lizzie or any other fucking kid for that matter to want to give performing a go. You know, performing to a crowd or, or getting involved in this in in any aspect because there are so many uh, facets of, of of you know that world that you can be involved with that involved in excuse me that there are so many different ways to contribute to this thing you know if it reaches you enough to to want to do that um is really fucking cool yeah it was a very valuable movie it does the great thing that a family movie should do that it's for all of the age groups of the audience not just Mm. oh shit the parents are getting dragged along to show their kids this thing there is like you said enjoying it more now there are all of those qualities that as a kid, when you're like 10 or 12, you're not going to appreciate, oh, this is how like important that teacher was to me mm. at this point in time. And I didn't realize just how much they made a, an impact to me. You need the hindsight for that. Mm. Um, and that's why mm. it's it's a, it's a really good uh, thing that will resonate with adult audiences as well as just children audiences. Yeah, yeah. I think it's aged really, really well, like for me on a personal level, but also I think as a, as a piece, I think it's... Uh, it's quite. It's got a timeless quality to it, and a, and a real. Uh, I think it's it's a. I, I said it before. It's a, a valuable film, and I think it's a has the potential to be a, a real force for good for for people. Yeah, yeah, and really champion some 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 ideals that are, are worth championing. Yeah, that's what I just couldn't get out of my head the whole time watching it. Was that positive attitude about whatever it is? It doesn't matter what element. It's always like this really positive force for good kind of vibe. Mm. 
Yeah, excellent. Mm. Excellent pick. Awesome. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to support us, the best thing you can do for us is to share the podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rating and reviewing is also very helpful. You can also, of course, subscribe to us on Patreon for as little as $3.50, $3 a month. Was it $3? $3, $3 a month. Forget you can the 50 cents. 50 cents. Go, buy yourself, go buy yourself a 50 cent cone. Yeah, that's right. We'd love to know what you thought of this week's episode or any episode. In fact, you can tweet us at Rose Tint Review or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Rose Tinted Review and tell us... I think we've asked the teacher question yeah, before. Yeah, we, we already have to ask yeah, the teacher yeah. thing. That's the thing that came to mind. But yeah, we have asked yeah, that. What's, who's your favorite member of the School of Rock band? Who's who's the best? Yeah. My money's on Lawrence. Larry's my, Larry's my fave. Yeah, he's pretty good. He is cool enough to be in the band. He absolutely is. See him there let's with two rock, keyboards? Rock oh, yeah. Yeah, and that little like, <laughs> pointy thing he does at the end. It's yes. like, fuck yeah, he's a rock star. Absolutely. We are... In agreement on that one. Uh, next episode, how are you following this up? I want to. Uh, I want to stay on the kids movie joint. Oh, okay. But funnily enough, not inspired by the last couple of movies. I want to do the animated Disney adaptation of Alice in Wonderland. Ooh, ooh, okay. Funnily enough, it's actually uh, Team America that has <laughs> inspired me to decide to, to pick this one. Ah. That funnily enough, I I noticed uh, I was. I was uh, seeing my family for Mother's Day and we were having a chat and something clicked in my head and I realised that Team America and Alice in Wonderland have a lot in common and it's wild. But I don't think you'll be able to get that without outside context outside the film, so don't okay. <laughs> don't stress about trying to look for that, that no. while you're yep, watching yep, it. Yep, okay. All right, well, I look forward to our conversation next week then. So if you want that context and if you want to go into next week's conversation kind of prepped for however the fuck Team America is going to connect to <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, uh, we strongly recommend you check it out in the lead up and join us next time when we find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. It starts off a dark stage and then a beam of light and you can see me and my guitar. Down, 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 down. In the end of time, there was a man who knew the road, and the writing was written on the stone. And then a thin layer of fog comes in around my ankles. Roadies, that means dry eyes. We're going to talk about this later. In the ancient time, an artist led the way, but no one seemed to understand chimes freddie in his heart he knew the artist must be true but the legend of the rent was way past due and then katie you come in with the bass well you think you'll be just fine without me but you're mine you think you can kick me out of the band and then zach you come in with a face melter okay well it's just one problem they are the band is mine how can you kick me out of what is mine and then Hawaii Five-O, you ever see that show? Okay, well there's a drum solo in it. You're not hardcore, unless you live hardcore. And then 
That's where I want the backup singers to be like, well, you're not hardcore. No, you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. But the legend of the rent was way hardcore. Boom! Big old explosion. Some, like, confetti comes down. Anyway, that's all I got so far. It's a work in progress.